Welcome to How We Got Here. I'm your host, Stephen Vargas. This is a show that focuses on news stories of the day, month, or millennia, and tries to give it some context. Why? Because nothing happens in a vacuum. Welcome to another episode of How We Got Here. We have a very uncomfortable discussion for you this week. But before we get to that, let's get into a couple of things. A reminder to you that if you want to, you know, support the show, you can donate through my PayPal account. All donations will go to keep the lights on and, you know, can help us make more content for you. And the site has been modified. I'm adding more creative content to the blog. Uh, some short stories and personal stuff. Just me trying to get my various content out there instead of doing a whole nother blog for that. It might as well make it one, you know, complete site. Oh, and lastly, if you can't help the show out monetarily, I know times are tough, but rate the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you can. Uh, they are We're still a small show and would like to extend our reach. So if you can help a brother out, That'll be nice. So with all that being said, let's get on with this uncomfortable episode. I became a Christian when I was a child. I was probably around eight or so. I did it of my own free will. My brother and sister were born again. Uh, My parents gave their lives to God, you know, around the same time. And I was going to a private school at the time, but... It wasn't like a holy roller kind of church, but I was a kid. I never acted like, you know, one of those kids you see at like Southern churches, praising and waving my hands in the air. And to be honest, I don't even do that as an adult. (laughs) It's funny how reserved I am and in certain company. I'll sing and pray, but I don't get into it and sway around like I'm listening to, you know, like a Lauryn Hill song. Nor have I ever attempted to be something that I'm not. After my mother died, I lost faith. Lost almost all of it after my dad died three years later. And I've said this before, but I lost my mom when I was 19, one month away from my 20th birthday. And three years later, my dad died a month after my 23rd birthday. So since then, I've moved in and out of religion. Also, many of the religious people I knew were straight up dicks. They all had this better than you attitude. Much like those adults that are involved in the church that don't waste time being phony. I can't stand that because it appears that you're not even putting in any effort. To me, it struck a chord. Like, aren't you supposed to be the humble ones? Like the ones that care about your partners in Christ? As I left the private school and went to public, I started to discover a lot of kids that hated religion. Some had what I considered valid arguments. But many of the others just hated the people. A couple of my closest friends hate Christianity because of the way they were treated in private schools. In fact, my public junior high school was across the street from a Christian private school. Most of the people I met from that school were complete assholes. And they would get into fights with kids from my school all the time. The problem was you're dealing with the upper crest religious kids while my school had mostly Mexican gangbangers, so... You figure out who won most of the time. I would hear Christians claiming that everything everyone does is persecuting Christians. And I'd laugh because I knew what Christians outside of this country were experiencing. That's persecution. Just because you can't go to a Baskin Robbins isn't persecution. 
But things changed during the beginning of the 2000s through now. People claiming to be Christians saying lots of hateful things. Like Pastor Dylan Oz of Texas said this during his sermon. What does God say is the answer, is the solution for the homosexual in 2022, here in the New Testament, here in the book of Romans, that they are worthy of death? These people should be put to death. Every single homosexual in our country should be charged with the crime, the abomination of homosexuality that they have. They should be convicted in a lawful trial. They should be sentenced with death. They should be lined up against the wall and shot in the back of the head. That's what God teaches. That's what the Bible says. You don't like it, you don't like God's word. Because that is what God says. I don't know. Maybe Christians are so tired of loving everyone that they can't help but get excited about hating someone. But their hate has grown beyond just homosexuals. Since the Trump revolution, it appears that Christians are allowed to hate anyone. They can hate anyone that doesn't share their views. Recently, Christians can pray for the death of homosexuals, liberals, political leaders, and various other people or groups that don't share their love for their Lord and Savior. They can even hate the church that refuses to get in bed with Trump and believe in the big lie. There are people on the right that cite your choice if your church refuses to preach the big lie from the pulpit. I've heard some Christians claim that if your church refuses to get political, then you have the right to leave that church and find one that aligns with your, with your own views. But isn't that the problem nowadays? Everyone can select the stuff they want to hear, the viewpoint they want to hear. And I get it when you're, you know, when you're into, you know, gaming and entertainment or sports news, you don't want your feed full of like science, politics and technology news. But it goes far beyond that now. Now we can select the point of view of news or science. You only want to see conservative news or only liberal. There's no room for hearing outside viewpoints. We only want stuff that's comfort food for our own beliefs. And the Bible wasn't meant to be that way. Churches can tell you that you're a good person, you are living right by God. However, it's, it's there to remind you that some of the shit you do isn't right. An evangelical that I listen to is Joyce Myers. I like her because she keeps it real. She said one of the best things that kind of blew my mind. She said that the most judgmental people are Christians. Having grown up around many of them, as well as looking inward, I agree with her. As I said earlier, there are people that believe they are better than anyone else. Why? Well, because they believe the word of God, which gives them this prideful opinion that they are better than you. They are going to heaven and you're not. Christians aren't supposed to be hateful. They're supposed to be loving Hate the sin, not the sinner. Shouting death to liberals and anyone outside of your group doesn't bring people closer to you. Many people come to God because they're lost. They need help. A spiritual help that they can only find with Him. Why, are there, why is there declining rates of people in church? It's not because the world is becoming woke. It's because what we see on TV, at Trump rallies, in political halls, using religion to push their own agenda that doesn't even benefit anyone else but them. Not even the religious cause. A minister once said that 
Christians are a vessel of God. That people bring God's word to the world through their actions. He said that people should be kind, happy, and through their actions minister for God. And if all those people I see on TV, in person, online, and all they scream is death to anyone that doesn't share their belief, why would I want to be one of them? Christianity has been used to spread hate and fear. The Ku Klux Klan claimed to be God-fearing white evangelicals. If you see how obscene the rhetoric from supposed Christians is, what difference are they from the Muslim fundamentalists that took over, retook Afghanistan and run Iran? We're different because we're Christians. We're for God. Well, so are they. Recently, we're just seeing a difference in name only. Pastor Greg Locke said that you can't be a Democrat and be a Christian. I'm to the place right now. If you vote Democrat, I don't even want you around this church. You can get out. You can get out, you demon. You can get out, you baby butchering election thief. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. I don't care how mad that makes you. You get pissed off as you want to. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. They are God-denying demons that butcher babies and hate this nation. They hate this nation. Get mad all you want to. I don't care if you stand. I don't care if you throw tomatoes, praise God. I'm about to throw a microphone up in his house. CNN can eat my dirty socks. You cannot be a Democrat and a Christian. You cannot. Somebody say amen. The rest of you, get out. Get out. Get out in the name of Jesus. I ain't playing your stupid games. Bunch of devils. I'm sick of it. It's just impossible. To that end, I'll say that if you call yourself a Christian, you can't be a Republican. The hate that comes from some of these godly places makes me question my own faith. Is that how a Christian's supposed to be? Being someone who grew up in this faith, I know that the Word of God stands in sharp contrast to what they say, almost as if they don't know what the Bible actually says. And this shouldn't come as a shock, given that many of the people that claim to love the Constitution have never read it. Many think it's way too long or that it starts and stops at the Second Amendment. When these hate mongers say, the Bible says it, where is the chapter and verse? There never is one. Hey, we'll talk about the insurrection. Mm. Let me tell you something. You ain't seen the insurrection yet. You keep on pushing our buttons, you low down sorry compromisers. You God-hating communist America, you'll find out what an insurrection is because we ain't playing your garbage. We ain't playing your mess. My Bible says that the church of the living God is an institution that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And the Bible says that we'll take it by force. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. It's going to get worse. The Bible says to beware of false prophets. Many will come in my name to deceive. We've had this warning for over 2,000 years, and you'd think people would know it. But if things come at you differently, you may start to question it. The Bible never says the Republicans are God's party. The Republicans say that.
in the years following Trump's election and loss, many Christians are coming out against the church because they're not preaching the word of God. They're preaching the word of Trump. Many are confused by what they read and know in their hearts, but what they hear from supposed godly men? People are leaving the church because of, so of society or wokeism or d democratic control. They're leaving because of God's representatives. I believe in the religion of love, kindness, and bettering myself in the eyes of God. If voting for a Democrat keeps me out of heaven, then that's the heaven I don't want to get into. People aren't leaving the church because of liberals. They're leaving the church because of you. Thanks for joining me for this episode of How We Got Here. This podcast is part of the Gen Xer Pod series. We hope you join us next time. Until then, we have a blog, thegenxerpod.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at thegen underscore xer. And if you like to keep the show going and expand our reach, you can donate. You can drop by um, the, the site and hit that uh, PayPal donation button and just head over to the genxerpod.com and click on our donate button. Want to tell me how things are going? You can email the show at themailbag at thegenxerpod.com. I also do a couple of other shows. There's the Gen Xer Podcast, which you can find along with this one. Now, there's also a pair of geek-related shows. One is the Lazy Geeks and a Star Trek-centered podcast, The Away Team. You can find those shows wherever you found this one. So until then, when you hear a story in the media, check it out first. No one likes an uninformed opinion unless you're on TikTok or Twitter.